Let the conversation continue with Ryan, Trista, and Nick and BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM. BetMGM Tonight Power Rankings. Love it. All right, my power rankings just ran through those. Eagles in at 1, 49ers 2, Chiefs 3, Lions 4, Ravens 5, Dolphins 6, Cowboys 7, Browns 8, Jags 9, and the Bengals 10. Now, one person sitting on this set has said they also have the Eagles number one. And somebody else has said they do not. They do not. That, my friends, is a tease, Trista. Yes, sir. I can't do it. I'll, I will reveal who is at the top of the power ranking, so I'll go backwards to forwards. I think it creates a little more tension. I'm, I got the idea from you, Nick. There you go. I'll go from 10 to 1. Uh, it was really hard for me to put anyone at 10. Uh, they're all a bunch <laughs> of frauds, honestly. I, I had to just look down in the dregs and say, who do I think could possibly be a top 10 team? I know they're a playoff team, but anytime they play anyone good, what's the number, Ryan? No, 8.2, 8.2, the, the court. Uh, oh, oh, four. Purple four. The jazz court. The Utah yeah. jazz court is a light Looks purple like. with a dark purple Looks as Ryan like. continues to live rate every single in-season tournament court. Yeah, it looks like purple drain. It's, a, it's it. a lot. There's a lot going on there. So 10 is, is for me the Miami Dolphins, and I say that very begrudgingly. I don't really know what to say about them other than what we know. They can score a lot of points. Uh, they don't defend. I think that they maybe have the ability to defend, but I'm not really sure. We know when they play good teams, they never cover. We know when they play good teams, they look like total frauds. They look like weight, like wet paper towels. They just fall apart. Uh, you can just punch right through them. Most of their fan base is obsessed about leading the division because the Bills are very disappointing this year. Yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to win the division. But, like, does anyone really care? No. And above them, this is this says everything about the Dolphins uh, that I put the Vikings above them Ooh, at nine. Ooh, Joshua Dobbs is Vikings. The Vikings are a top ten power ranking team. I, I think they are. Are you serious? This is a team I was so low on to start the year. So low on last year. They had the best luck of any NFL mm -hmm. team in my lifetime. This is a top ten, uh, five team defensively in terms of DVOA. Daniil Hunter has been really good. Jordan Addison continues to be really productive. This is a team that without Justin Jefferson, we thought would take a huge step back. And you bring in Josh Dobbs and Addison and Hawkinson don't even lose a step. Uh, they get back Justin Jefferson soon, too, which means the offense even gets more potent with a good defense and a potent offense. I think that they are dangerous. Uh, above them is my Cowboys. I can't put them in. They're they're not a serious team. Like we are not a serious football team. We're like the we're closer to the Dolphins than we are to the Niners. Let's oh, be yeah, honest. Yeah. Like the Cowboys can win by four touchdowns and not move up my power rankings at all. Why? Because it's the Giants. That's why the Giants are everybody's favorite toy to kick right in the face. Like we know that the Giants stink. That seventeen and a half was the easiest bet of all time. Now late Vander Esch is out for the year. A linebacker core is already thin. Uh, and I'm not selling out on Dak being b uh, back, but let's eliminate those two Giants games from his stats, shall we? He's 4-3 and three with 13 touchdowns and five interceptions. That's hardly world-beating stats. So, to me, the Cowboys are a team that look really, really good against mediocre teams and bad teams, and against really good teams. Uh, they kind of reveal themselves as a team that just can't really get over the hump. Uh, up next is the Lions. 
Yeah, that defense gave me some concern against the Chargers, and I know that Justin Herbert balled his ass off. I've dropped them in the power rankings because, really, that that win was gritty, but shows that they can give up yards to a team that's very potent. That doesn't bode well heading into what looked like a very easy game against Denver, which all of a sudden doesn't look so easy. Just sitting around until the 20th where bye-bye Barry Doc drops on Prime Video so I can get my fill of Barry Sanders. I like the Lions. I think they could be good. Like you said, David Montgomery, mm-hmm. uh, Jameer Gibbs, Amon Ross St. Brown every week. Um, but for me, the Lions just, I can't get there into the top five with them just yet. Uh, Browns, though. Ooh, huge comeback win for the Browns. Deshaun Watson looked somewhat vintage in the second half, uh, but he got hurt. So the extent of the ankle injury still not really known. What they do have is a defense that's elite. I think they're the best defense probably in the NFL right now, maybe top two. Um, to do what they did against the Ravens, very, very impressive. Uh, Bengals I still have to put above the Browns. I just feel like historically Cincinnati, and we said this last week, Cincinnati has a rough time against the Texans. Just like the Bills uh, get got by Cincinnati every year, the Bengals get got by the Texans no matter how bad the Texans are. So I can't really fault the Cincinnati Bengals for having a letdown spot. Joe Burrow's fine. He looks more and more healthy. No T. Higgins. You do get him back at some point. You have other guys stepping up. The defense looks okay. Not amazing, but okay. I, I This is one of those, all right, I think this is still like a really elite team. And, and until it's the end of the season, I can't really say otherwise because I've seen such good flashes from the Bengals that I have to still believe. Uh, fourth is the Chiefs. Man, like you said, it's a, it's a team that defensively really good, but I don't know if I believe in anyone else on this offense besides Travis Kelsey. Like, sometimes Isaiah Pacheco is him, and sometimes he's not. Sometimes Rasheed Rice shows up, sometimes he doesn't. Kadarius Tony, I don't know where he's been all year. It's Pat Mahomes leading a bunch of randoms, and that's fine. Like, I still think that this is a Super Bowl contending team. I just can't, in good faith, put them at the top of the power rankings because they have so many flaws. I unfortunately had to move my Ravens down, uh, just blowing a big game against a divisional rival. I think that they're still the most talented team, the most balanced team, the most like postseason viable, non like Chiefs or Eagles or Niners. Uh, but in the last two years, this team has blown six double digit second half leaves. That's ridiculous. I just, I have to knock them down for doing something like that, even up against the Browns. You had to have that win. And now you're in a Badger in a box game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, number two, Eagles. By the time, I, you know, it's like a bye week, I, ultimately, and I'm a prisoner of the moment. I can't put the team that just had a bye week at the top. I know maybe that's not smart, but the issue facing the Eagles is the pass defense, which hasn't been great. They've allowed the fifth most passing yards per game, the third most passing touchdowns, most passing first downs, uh, and conversely, they have the second least amount of interceptions. So to me, that's the one knock that you have on the Eagles. I really like them. I really think they're talented. I think that they can win a Super Bowl. But there's just a couple of little things. The Dallas Goddard injury is another one that give me slight pause. And because I'm the prisoner of the moment, I'm putting the Niners <laughs> all the way back. <laughs> I'm putting them all the way back. I said when they were healthy, I thought that they were the best team of football. Yeah, I, I don't think – I mean, and I don't they, think that's crazy. And, and I think they still are. You get – Debo back, you get Trent Williams back, and 
they look all of a sudden exactly like they were before he got injured. So Niners sit atop at one. God, they had Chase Young to that too. Oh my God, he looked good. He looked really, and I they had Chase it. Young. They, he looked really good. It's gonna just, it's gonna haunt me for a decade. Yeah, it's gonna haunt every. What are you Washington missing, Ryan? Fan. You seem like we got some interesting news. Uh, yeah, they uh, finally flopped something. I mean, they had to do something like for ratings. Yeah. I would figure, but they yeah, go Georgia number one this week. Ohio State number two. Michigan number three, Florida State number four in the college football playoff rankings. Then Washington sitting there at five, which is huge because I think they lose outright to Oregon State. Oregon State's favored in that game with two losses. I think that tells you everything that you need to know. And then I think the Ducks run the table, so that would put them at five. And then we just look at who takes... I mean, Michigan and Ohio State, one of those teams is going to lose. So then I think the Ducks, as long as they win the Pac-12 championship, get in. And whichever one-loss team... You have in the Big Ten, you have to eliminate, even if it's Ohio State. My concern would be, do they get credit? Do they get in with one loss? Because they won't play in a Big Ten championship game because that'll be a Michigan against whoever wins the West, that dumpster fire of a division. And then I worry because like Ohio State, if you look at their strength of schedule, they have the road win over Notre Dame and they have the win over Penn State at home. So that would be my worry is that they've played, you know, strength of schedule. Um, Like what's Oregon's best non-con win what would be their best win this season you know it would probably yeah. be the revenge game against washington so that just dropped i was just shocked no i like your list and i completely agree i mean um like i have no issue with you going back to san francisco number one over philadelphia um i mean because a couple weeks ago i had san francisco number one and they look like the most complete team in the league other than the secondary and now you don't worry about the secondary as much with that pass rush yeah and you have trent williams back healthy and debo back healthy and brandon Ayuk is the real deal man i always think like when i watch brandon Ayuk, he looks like he's like six foot three six foot four he's only like six foot i know like is that all their crazy? guys are just like little gadget guys uh george kittle i mean you saw it last week he's one of the better blocking tight ends but he could also break free he's got good speed He's, you know, a serious threat at the tight end position. So they're scary. Uh, really quick, I like, um, I'll go, so I have like honorable mention because I wanted to put Cleveland, obviously, number 10, <laughs> and I wanted to put the Texans, number 10. But I don't want to be a hater, so I'm going to go with the Vikings, number 10. Nice. Because uh, the defense is the real deal. They're top five, like you said, and I can't believe it because last year they had the worst pass defense mm-hmm. in the league. I think uh, Kevin O'Connell's a really good coach. Won 13 games last year. Doesn't look like that was a fluke. You know, maybe it was a fluke for a guy like Matt LaFleur when you take away a Hall of Fame quarterback, (laughs) but you take away Kirk Cousins, and they find a way to win with Dobbs. And that's a guy that didn't even know the playbook. I know he's a smart guy, and he interns at NASA, and he's a rocket scientist and this and that, but, like, still, to learn an NFL playbook, um, to get on the same page as your offensive lineman, your center who's, you know, calling out the signals, and you have to get your snap cadence down. That's pretty pretty magnificent, to be right. honest with you. So I'll go Minnesota number 10. And it's in the NFC, and nobody else is going to run away in the NFC. I'll go Dolphins number 9, because the Dolphins are finally starting to get healthy on defense. Even when they do get healthy on defense, though, I don't know if they have the pieces. I wanted Jalen Phillips to be like a defensive player of the year candidate. That hasn't been the case. Um, you get a little bit better, obviously, in the secondary now that you have all your pieces finally. But still, do you trust Miami when they have to play Kansas City? when they have to play Cincinnati. I'm not there yet, so I'll go number nine. Bills have to drop all the way to eight. A couple weeks ago, I had them number one, so I can't just drop them out of my top ten. I mean, I could. I probably should. 
Uh, they fire Ken Dorsey, probably the right move. Now we've got to figure out what the offensive identity is. Are they going to run the ball more? Are they going to use Cook more? Is it going to be more Murray? Is it going to be Josh Allen using his legs more? Still concerned for me is Von Miller is not Von Miller at 26, 27 years old. You know, Micah Hyde right now dealing with another neck injury. You're having to move your pieces around a little bit. Poyer's playing more in the box as a linebacker. Um, you lose Matt Milano for the season. He was playing like an all-pro. Trey White. And um, there's something that's just not right in that locker room right now. So Buffalo drops all the way to number eight for me. Cincinnati right there at number seven. Cincinnati, it's just get to the playoffs. And yep. that's what you worry about right now in that division. Are all these teams going to make the playoffs? You know, because there's going to be some good teams in the AFC that don't get in. And then in the NFC, there's going to be a good team, or I'm sorry, a bad team or two that maybe do get in. And uh, Cincinnati, I mean, T. Higgins, they finally got him going a couple weeks ago. Bet all the T. Higgins props, then he's out again. Yeah. Defensively, you lose Hendrickson, that's huge. I mean, he's getting pressure. Um, but still, it's the Bengals. So if they get in the dance, they're going to be a scary team. Lions at number six. Lions solid defensively. They could get after the quarterback. Aiden Hutchinson should have been the number one overall pick last year. Uh, Jared Goff, we like keep waiting for him to become Jared Goff again. And I know like last week's not a good example because that was a road game. It was so far, so it wasn't like a cold weather, windy, rainy game. But the way that they scheme their wide receivers open, and just every week I'm amazed how good St. Brown is. And yep. that so many wide receivers went above him and that I didn't even really know who mm -hmm. the hell he was and that my team drafted his brother, EQ St. Brown, unfortunately not even the good one because he's awesome. Like you guys said, and the reason that I think that you can maybe trust Detroit when we do get into these cold-weather games, these big games, is because what travels in the playoffs, run game, yep. pass rush, mm -hmm. they're getting pressure. Are you ready, sir? Start your engines. Let's go. Astros money line versus the Marlins. Johnny Cueto, no thank you. Yeah. Oh my goodness. How does this affect me personally? Which is absolutely bonkers to me. If you do the middle school math, is 117 yards per game that you gotta post each and every weekend. I knew it! I knew it! Who has the upper hand? Do we think it's gonna be the offenses or do we think it's going to be the defenses? How about Saturday's game? Let's just throw a random game out. I trust the other four offensive linemen, not really. Brock Purdy is really good, but is Brock Purdy going to perform when he sees Philadelphia or Dallas again? He's already beat Dallas and looked pretty damn good at 300 passing yards in that game, so probably. Um, defensively, just need a bigger sample size with Chase Young there. Still worry a little bit about the corners, but that makes up for it. Ravens at number three. Ravens are almost a perfect football team, except for they still blow leads. Harbaugh, they have the coaching staff. Lamar's my favorite quarterback in the league when he's healthy. They have multiple running backs that could go off for 150 yards if they want. Solid offensive line. Injuries, like you said, though. Uh, you know, losing Ronnie Stanley is obviously big. Defensively, they have a bunch of pieces. Patrick Queen gets better every year. He looked like he yeah. was going to be a bust those first two years. If you look at, like, pro football focus grades, picking up, uh, making that trade for Woke Roquan was big. So I'll put them number three. And then Chiefs, two, Eagles, number one, for all the right reasons. Two teams that played in the Super Bowl last year. But I'm going to go Eagles, number one, because right now they're just tough to stop. You stop the run game, you stack the box, they're going to kill you with A.J. Brown. You know what I mean? Defensively, they could get after the quarterback. And uh, Nick Sirianni is a damn good coach. 
I like his yeah, attitude. Yeah, he really is. I like his swagger. We've come a long way from the weird growing the flower, watering the flower press conference with him. Yeah. Haven't we? We were like, oh, yeah, this guy's actually pretty good. He's an evil genius. It's Ben MGM the night.